Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. There have been a lot of jerks making the news week after week. And if you need a little pettiness to go with your politics, Hysteria from Crooked Media is the podcast for you. I'm Aaron Ryan, political commentator and comedy writer. I'm former Obama White House Deputy Chief of Staff Alyssa Mastromonaco. And each week we discuss everything from the profound to the downright absurd. Joined by a crew of hilarious women from coast to coast, Hysteria leaves no stone unturned from reproductive rights to the hottest trending topics. New episodes of Hysteria drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts you're listening to comedy central from new york city the only city in america it's the show that invented news this is the daily show with your host roy wood jr a big moment for me. So I want to thank my mom. I want to thank the city of Birmingham. I want to thank Florida A&M University. Most importantly, I got to thank Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Appreciate you for hooking a brother up with an indictment during my week. Big show. Big show tonight. Big show tonight. We got the homie Senator Cory Booker in here in case there's any political news that's coming up. But first, but first before Cory Booker, let's get into the headlines. Hit it, DJ. We ain't got no DJ. <laughs> let's get right into it. Now, look, I know everybody want to talk about Trump, but first, let's talk about the opposite of Trump, women's basketball. <laughs> Last night, the LSU Lady Tigers beat Iowa in a tournament that had record-breaking viewership, but it wasn't just who won the game that left people talking. Controversy following last night's game after LSU sophomore Angel Reese taunted Iowa star Caitlin Clark. Commentators and fans online calling Reese disrespectful and unclassy. But Reese pointed out that no one cared when Clark had made the same gesture in a previous game. Oh! Oh! Did you see what that black woman did to the white woman who did the same thing to a previous woman in a previous game? Must tweet it. Can't resist. Must tweet. First off, Caitlin Clark herself was okay with the shit. She was fine with it because Caitlin gets that trash talk is part of the game. And I agree. Personally, I think trash talk is good for sports. Sports is better when there's trash talk. Even better when it might start a race war. (laughs) You can't see me. You can't see me. And to be honest, man, this was some good competition, yo. Caitlin Clark versus Angel Reese. This might be the new Magic Johnson versus Larry Bird. (laughs) This might be the start of a feud that bleeds into the professional and into the WNBA. You think Caitlin Clark ain't back in Iowa right now training? You think she ain't right now dunking off the side of a barn? <laughs> Hell, LSU might have messed up and created a monster. The last thing you want in your life is a white woman with a grudge. You seen the movies? 
Them white women get mad? Hey, you get a white woman mad, they keep coming and keep coming and coming. Did y'all see Alien? That alien pissed off Sigourney Weaver one time, and then Sigourney whooped that alien's ass for four straight movies. <laughs> then, then she went and sicked the predator on their ass. But let's move on to the real championship game. The state of New York versus Donald J. Trump. Oh, Trumpy. Oh, old Trumpy was indicted last week for paying a porn star hush money. You know Trump got to be mad. He paid all that hush money. Didn't nobody hush. It's messed up. It's in the word. Hush. But no affair, no affair has been less hushed than this one. Everybody know about this damn affair. There's uncontacted tribes in the Amazon who know that Trump bones Stormy Daniels. I do not know what a plane is, but I do know that Stormy Daniels spanked Trump with a magazine. Now, excuse me a second. Now, look. Now, if you notice, I did not do a native accent. I'm not trying to get canceled on my first date. I I am holding a spear, my bad. But I didn't do no accent. (laughs) The point is, Trump has been indicted, and tomorrow, the circus is coming to town. New York City this morning preparing to become the setting for an unprecedented legal and political drama as Donald Trump returns to face the criminal charges against him. Mr. Trump expected to face some 30 separate charges, the first ever filed against a former president, in an indictment handed up last Thursday. Still secret and under seal until his arraignment. Mr. Trump's arraignment Tuesday will include being processed at the courthouse, with fingerprints and a DNA sample expected to be taken as well. But he likely won't be handcuffed, and Secret Service agents will protect him at every turn. That's right. Trump's got to provide a DNA sample. Which, if you think about it, that's kind of how he got in this mess in the first place. (laughs) Upside with Trump's DNA, the upside with Trump's DNA, now the NYPD could probably solve a bunch of cold cases from the 80s. (laughs) Why why are they arraigning him like, like he's a normal person? He ain't a normal person. Trump ain't a normal person. Normal people don't bring the Secret Service to get arrested. And to be honest, I kind of feel sorry for the Secret Service agents. How you, you, you get assigned to a former president, you're supposed to be going to baseball games and windsurfing. You get assigned to Trump, you gotta go to Rikers. You gotta take a shank for this man. You gotta taste test the toilet wine, make sure it ain't poison. You gotta dig the escape tunnel, then dump the dirt in a softball field. I'll never forget the day Donald Trump showed up on the yard. Six Secret Service agents. He thought I was Ben Carson. <laughs> My Morgan Freeman's terrible. I gotta work on it. <laughs> but it's not all bad for old Trumpy. According to reports, he's already raised five million dollars since the news dropped on Thursday. Five, five million dollars! This man is balling five million dollars. Do you know how many cigarettes that'll get you in prison? <laughs> Honestly, this might be teaching this man the wrong lesson. Trump gonna start telling people to snitch on him for other crimes he did just so he can get that bag, too. (laughs) Trump will be the first man in history to pay unhush money. (laughs) Going to jail might be the new way to fundraise if you're a politician. Hillary probably sitting around like, hell, $5 million, shit, maybe they should've locked me up. (laughs) 
And Trump supporters aren't just supporting him with donations. They sound like they're ready to do whatever it takes to avenge him. After Trump's indictment, some on social media called for war and said it's time for a real insurrection. This thing opens up a whole Pandora's box here. And I don't really think the left understands what they're getting themselves into. It almost feels like they're pushing the population to react. We think they're demoralized and passive. Let's see if they really are. Probably not the best time to give a gray or 15. And I think most people know that. They are agitating for unrest. That, that That's the only way to interpret this. I'm ready for whatever's next. And I hope every other man out there watching this show, I hope you're ready for whatever's next. If that's what they want, let's, let's, let's get to it. Now look, look, I can't speak for all the other folks we just saw, but I'm gonna tell you this much. When a black man wearing a leather jacket, he ain't f-ing around. Okay. Doubt the mother folks if you want, but do not doubt this man. Look at him, looking like Blade's granddaddy. <laughs> Probably got the sword right there under the damn seat. But you gotta give it up to these Trump supporters, man. You gotta give them credit. They talking about showing up to the courthouse, showing up to the courthouse, knowing that the NYPD will be there. And the NYPD will be ready. Look, I don't know if you've seen the footage of the NYPD, but they whoop ass. <laughs> they make the playoffs every year. But, you know, the NYPD, they, they might not beat these MAGA protesters too bad. Cops might recognize some of them from doing January 6th together. But, but, it, don't clap for the police going to January 6th. <laughs> but as passionate as Republicans are, you gotta give them credit. This case is being quarterbacked by a black district attorney and not once have they called him the N-word. That's amazing. Excuse, excuse me one more second. Excuse me one second. Hey there. I'm very proud of y'all. You're very angry about this, but at no point have you gone all the way to publicly using the N-word. And that's growth. And I want you to know that I see you and I see your progress. And that's just a little pat on the back from your old Uncle Roy. Now, to me, here's what's weird about the reaction from Trump supporters. They're getting ready for revenge for what Democrats did to Donald Trump, but they're also celebrating what Democrats did to Donald Trump because they think it'll help him win the election. So to help me break that down a little bit more on that, we turn to the homie Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang. some people think getting arrested is actually going to help Trump. Yeah, because they're right. Of course getting arrested is going to help Trump. You know how badass he's going to look when he walks into the Republican debates with a face tattoo? (laughs) Now Trump's got street cred. You're black, you know what that is. But, Ronnie, jail is not an instant path to greatness. You know jail is not an instant path to greatness. You're an Asian. You're smarter than this. Yeah. Yeah, I am Asian, which is why I know Trump is, is going to be a martyr now. He'll be like the Nelson Mandela of the people who put Nelson Mandela in jail. <laughs> Everyone thinks they want upstanding leaders, but what they really want are bad boys who don't give a f- 
Bill Clinton got a blowjob in the Oval Office, and that's still the most popular thing he ever did. No, that's not. That's not true. That's not true. Oh though. yeah. Well, name one other thing he did then. He played saxophone on Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Well, that's just another form of blowing. Okay, face it, Roy. It's 2023. Being indicted now makes you a stronger candidate. It's like being a rapper or Martha Stewart. Okay, in fact, I'm calling it. Trump is now the official front runner for president. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. I just said it on The Daily Show with Roy Wood Jr. No, don't say it with Roy Wood Jr. Just say The Daily Show. The so Daily you, Show with Roy Wood Jr. officially no, no, no. says no, no, no. that Donald Trump no, no, is no. now the lead candidate in the presidential seriously, race. Seriously, seriously. Th- that's your prediction. Trump wins election over already. Done. Yeah. Unless Joe Biden can also get indicted for something even crazier. I mean, I'm talking Hunter Biden crazy, okay? None of this classified documents bullshit. No one gives a f- about documents, okay? No, I'm saying at the next cabinet meeting, Biden's got to beat Pete Buttigieg to death. Oh, oh, oh yeah, how, how about this? How about this? He could, he, he could steal a nuclear bomb and use it to beat Pete Buttigieg to death. You should give me a medal for saying that twice. Or Biden, do something else illegal, okay? Black, uh, Roy, you're black, okay? Name some crimes. Uh. Grand Theft Auto, um, possession with intent to distribute, writing bad checks would be a great... Wait a minute, man. Don't make me suggest crimes for the president, man. You're saying in order to win, Biden has to fight fire with fire. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a great pitch, okay? He should set the White House on fire, right? With, with Pete Buttigieg inside, okay? So, so Biden has to one-up Trump, okay? If Trump goes to prison, Biden has to go to solitary, get the death penalty, and then, just to be safe, go to hell, okay? So, basically, whoever goes to hell first will win the election, because that's democracy, baby. Okay. They gotta go to hell? They gotta go to hell? You make hell sound like a swing state. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hell is like Ohio, except not as bad. Okay, that's enough. Ronnie Chang, everybody. Give it up for Ronnie Chang. Thank you, Ronnie. When we come back, we'll find out how to teach black history to white people. So don't go away. I'm going to write on this paper now. There have been a lot of jerks making the news week after week, and if you need a little pettiness to go with your politics, Hysteria from Crooked Media is the podcast for you. I'm Erin Ryan, political commentator and comedy writer. I'm former Obama White House Deputy Chief of Staff Alyssa Mastromonaco, and each week we discuss everything from the profound to the downright absurd. Joined by a crew of hilarious women from coast to coast, Hysteria leaves no stone unturned, from reproductive rights to the hottest trending topics. New episodes of Hysteria drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. coming out of Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis is making news for his approach to teaching black history. Or should I say, less of it. So I made a quick trip down to Florida to find out more. Last April, Ron DeSantis signed the Stop Woke Act, which prohibits education that makes people feel anguish on the account of race, color, sex, or national origin. In other words, it's basically illegal now in Florida to make white people feel bad about slavery. 
and some people love it. Keith Flaw is an education advisor to Ron DeSantis and a supporter of the Stop Woke Act. We get teachers who are coming out of these liberal colleges. They believe our country is evil. They're teaching young children that it's about the color of your skin, not your character. Okay, but how do we talk about race in this country in a way that keeps people from being so damn sensitive? I don't know that I have an answer to that. Because um... that's the issue. The proponents of CRT are trying to say, let's talk about the race part of it just a little bit. And then people go, race, it makes me feel bad. Toughen your ass up. Do you think that you change that by teaching young kids in kindergarten that because they're white, they're, 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 they're benefited from white supremacy? I wasn't yelling at you, by the way. I was no, yelling I, at I white people. That, that's, yeah. that's I, I, I get it. Okay, so do you believe that there is institutional racism in this country? I don't know that I, um, I don't know that I, um, you just said, do I believe, and I don't know that, or the, that I, I don't know that my opinion matters in that situation. I think you have to look at the facts, um, and, and, and I don't know that I'm um, um, well, I, I guess prepared to, 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 to state an opinion on that. So maybe the real question should be, whose feelings are we really worried about hurting? You know what we should do? We talk about all the deep, you know, racism, racism, systemic equality. And then we have another class that's just called the good white folk. Did you ever see 12 Years a Slave? You probably have uh, seen it. Free black man got kidnapped and then a Brad Pitt helped him get free. Mm-hmm. So we have like, you learn, you learn about Brad Pitt. You learn about some of Dr. King's white friends. Would that help you, you, ease? Cause, no, cause I, I think I, I'm getting what you're saying now. But it's, I don't think that helps at all. Because what you're doing is you're teaching You didn't know about Brad Pitt, I just educated you. The idea of doing a class on good white people in history is just too good to resist. Hi, I'm Roy Wood Jr. And welcome to the only history class dedicated to the many great contributions of white folks. And therefore, the only class sanctioned by the state of Florida because it makes white people feel good. Welcome to The Great Whites. Let's start with the greatest white of all. George Washington. Born in 1732, George Washington led the American Revolution against the British Empire, secured the country's freedom, and then served as the nation's first president. Washington then retired to his beautiful plantation in Virginia with his wife and over 300 slaves as part of an economic system built on the subjugation of black people. George Washington also helped create the tradition of presidential term limits. Good work, George Washington. One of the other great whites in history that we often don't talk about is a brilliant white man named Thomas Edison. Working out of his lab in Menlo Park, New Jersey, Edison is credited with over a thousand patents in his lifetime. Among those patents Edison was credited for is the motion picture camera. Without his work, we wouldn't have movies, TV shows, or footage of black people getting beat up by the police like Rodney King. What's your favorite movie? Mine is Shrek. Another great white who doesn't get the credit he deserves is politician Jack Ryan. Jack was a successful investment banker who ran for Senate in Illinois in 2004. During his campaign, it came out that Ryan had bravely asked his wife to perform sexual acts on him in public. The disgraced Jack was forced to step down from the 2004 race, leading to an easy victory for his opponent, Barack Obama, who would go on to become president. And now, Bin Laden is dead, and millions of people have health care, all because of the great Jack Ryan. Where would this country be without his unquenchable horniness. Thank you, Jack. And finally, the world of sports. 
which is littered with great whites, including the greatest coach who ever lived, Phil Jackson. With the Chicago Bulls in the 90s, Jackson employed a groundbreaking offensive scheme called pass the ball to the ball-headed black dude. Jackson would later find championship success with other ball-headed black dudes, like Shaq and Kobe. But this ingenious strategy with the Bulls led to six championships. Jordan led the league in scoring 10 times, mainly thanks to great whites who passed him the ball. They could have easily led the league in scoring themselves, but out of sheer selflessness, those great whites let Michael do it instead. Here's to you, Bill Wellington. Well, I'm afraid that's all the time we have for today. Join me next week when we talk about the brilliant Wright brothers and how their innovations in air travel led to the firebombing of Black Wall Street and the Top Gun movie. I love Top Gun, but not as much as I love Shrek. They both fun. <laughs> all right, stay tuned, because when we come back, Senator Cory Booker will be joining me on the show. Don't go away. There have been a lot of jerks making the news week after week, and if you need a little pettiness to go with your politics, Hysteria from Crooked Media is the podcast for you. I'm Erin Ryan, political commentator and comedy writer. I'm former Obama White House Deputy Chief of Staff Alyssa Mastromonaco, and each week we discuss everything from the profound to the downright absurd. Joined by a crew of hilarious women from coast to coast, Hysteria leaves no stone unturned, from reproductive rights to the hottest trending topics. New episodes of Hysteria drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight represents the great state of New Jersey in the United States Senate. Please welcome Senator Cory Booker. I think you look so good behind that desk. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Let me sit any, I'm not in New Jersey, but can I just say the end of the Daily Show speed dating? Let's just settle and, and go permanent right now. Well, thank you. Uh, hang on now. We got to see what else the Daily Show brings to the table in a relationship. <laughs> you just can't commit right away. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the elephant in the room that just landed in New York City. <laughs> Now, in Washington, what is your feeling right now with everything with the Trump indictment? How much do you think this indictment is going to paralyze bipartisanship on actually getting laws passed? in the next year? Because he, Trump has a way of sucking the wind out of conversations. Yeah, hey, look, in the Senate, I don't think it's going to have much effect at all. You, you've heard Mitch McConnell stay eerily silent. But I think this is a moment in American history that is pretty significant. Look, I believe deeply in democratic principles. I believe in the idea of the rule of the law. But we've had a nation that hasn't lived up to those principles all the time. As Brian Stevenson says, who's his death penalty defender, he says, we have a criminal justice system that treats you better if you're rich and guilty than if you're poor and innocent. Yeah. And, and so for me, this is one of those tough moments. Donald Trump has flaunted the rule of law for a significant amount of his career. And 
did it in a bullying way, whether it was lock her up or even the exonerated five, the Central Park Five, even yes, after they were exonerated, uh, failing to, to acknowledge that uh, it was a travesty of justice. So I, I, I think that the Senate is going to be fine. There are going to be people trying to find compromise, get things done. But I do think this is one of those moments where there's a 34 count indictment that we have to wait and see what's in it. I think that there's a lot of rushing uh, to, to assume partisan positions in this. Uh, as a guy who believes in democracy, believes in the rule of law, believes in due process, let's let's see what happens. OK, so then to that point of everybody rushing to choose a side, if that's what Republicans are saying publicly, this is ridiculous and you can't charge a man. Before they've even seen the 34 count indictment. What are they saying behind closed doors? You be is, is, there, is there a cafeteria in the Senate? Do y'all have a <laughs> What are they saying in the cafeteria? Like, man, you see that bullshit with the book? <laughs> um, look, you forget this, but Trump has been on trial twice in the Senate. And he has had Republicans and Democrats, both parties, people from both parties voted to convict him. We didn't have enough uh, to meet the threshold for conviction. But there are a lot of folks on both sides of the aisle that think that this is a guy who has caused so much damage uh, to our political system. He's really shaken the foundations of our democracy, ideas about our democracy that we, we've taken for granted over the years. Uh, he has uh, really threatened. Who would have thought that you'd be sitting there at your workplace and you'd be overrun by people storming the Capitol, uh, waving the Confederate flag, having T-shirts, uh, 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 celebrating the Holocaust. Viking hats. Yeah, and, and, and not to mention uh, uh, Viking hats and more. So this is, this is, uh, this is a guy who has truly strained uh, the very democracy of our, of our nation. And, and we hope to hold him accountable for that. Um, I, he's under investigation in multiple jurisdictions. This is a long thing to play out. Um, I'm just one of these folks that came to Washington uh, to uh, focus on criminal justice reform because we have this nation where we still have people, you know, look, one out of every three incarcerated women on the planet Earth uh, uh, about are in the United States of America. Correct. We incarcerate people at levels here that are outrageous. So he, he to me, is, is not my central focus. I'm not going to let him uh, tear me away from the important work we need to do in Washington right now. Okay. Love that. So, with some of that important work, let's talk a little bit about police reform. Now, your friend, our friend, uh, Senator Tim Scott, you know, all black people know each other. I know him. I, <laughs> I don't know him, but they don't know that I don't know him. <laughs> he had a police reform bill that he was trying to get passed, and it had a lot of the right things in it about more body cameras, less chokeholds, more regulations. The Democrats filibustered the bill. In a time where you need some level of meeting in the middle, and it feels like that police reform bill that Tim Scott was trying to put together was an attempt at meeting in the middle, can we really show the American people in this election cycle that nothing is better than something? Yeah, so look, my experience in Washington has been getting big bills done, uh, some of them with Tim Scott, whether it's criminal justice reform, we passed the First Step Act under Trump. We did another bill that has created billions of dollars of investment in low-income areas. Tim and I wrote it together called Opportunity Zones. Heck, even things that people don't think about, like why is sickle cell anemia, uh, a, a disease that disproportionately affects African-Americans, Correct. underfunded relative to other disorders. The research for it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that other disorders that affect less people. So Tim and I have a good track record. We have not found the common ground necessary to get a bill introduced. We're still working on it. We still are having dialogue 
uh, literally as soon as most recent as last week to try to find a way because we both agree. And Tim has told compelling stories on the Senate floor about what it's like growing up as a black man in America and having that disproportionate treatment. There, there's some foundation to work together. He and I have a we, we're, we're on different sides of the aisle, but we have a friendship and I'm hoping we can get something done. Last thing, you you're a big advocate about nutrition oh. and health and you be eating right. I know they said you was in. They said you was in Whole Foods. You was in the produce department for forty minutes. <laughs> now I don't know how much detail you looking at each orange before you put it in the cart. But when we talk about food and health and the way that we have food deserts in minority communities, talk to me a little bit about the Farm Bill and also why the McDonald's shake machine is always broken. <laughs> Whichever one you have time for. I, I, uh... One of the biggest crises we don't talk about is why is there such a demand for health care in this country? We have a nation that one out of every three government dollars about is being spent on health care. And the majority of that, 70, 80 percent, is for preventable diseases. The majority of that is diet related diseases. And in our farm bill, which should have some relation to what we should be eating, uh, only about seven to 10 percent of our of our subsidies go to the things that nutritionists tell us to eat the most of. So kids can walk up into a bodega or to a corner grocery store and find a Twinkie product cheaper than an apple, not because it's the true cost, but because we subsidize everything in the Twinkie or the Happy Meal and not enough stuff, uh, 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 fruits and vegetables. So you walk to another store, you find a bucket of salad costs 15 bucks, but you can go down the street and get a dollar meal. So we've got to stop subsidizing so much of the empty uh, uh, a nutrition, hyper-processed, sugar-filled foods that get so much of our subsidies and not enough of the vegetables. This farm bill can reflect what Americans should be eating by expanding access to fresh, healthy foods that, that families want. Well, Senator, I wish you luck in trying to get a bill passed this year while that asshole takes up all the media cycle. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming I'm on grateful, the show. I'm grateful for you. More than you know, man. It's just good to see you. Sit Senator Cory sit. Booker, everybody. Thank you. Cory Booker. Thank you, brother. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. There have been a lot of jerks making the news week after week, and if you need a little pettiness to go with your politics, Hysteria from Crooked Media is the podcast for you. I'm Erin Ryan, political commentator and comedy writer. I'm former Obama White House Deputy Chief of Staff Alyssa Mastromonaco, and each week we discuss everything from the profound to the downright absurd. Joined by a crew of hilarious women from coast to coast, Hysteria leaves no stone unturned, from reproductive rights to the hottest trending topics. New episodes of Hysteria drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Well, that's our show for tonight. But before we go, please consider donating to the nonprofit I See Me, an organization dismantling the school-to-prison pipeline by increasing literacy rates in children of color. If you can, please donate at the link below. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 
There have been a lot of jerks making the news week after week, and if you need a little pettiness to go with your politics, Hysteria from Crooked Media is the podcast for you. I'm Erin Ryan, political commentator and comedy writer. I'm former Obama White House Deputy Chief of Staff Alyssa Mastromonaco, and each week we discuss everything from the profound to the downright absurd. Joined by a crew of hilarious women from coast to coast, Hysteria leaves no stone unturned, from reproductive rights to the hottest trending topics. New episodes of Hysteria drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts.